You're listening to the Bride Chilla Podcast, helping bride chillas and groom chillas plan their wedding minus the bullshit, one podcast at a time. That is what we do. I'm Alicia. This is episode 254. That is right. 254 episodes of wedding planning goodness. I hope you're enjoying the show. If you are, can I do a quick request before I kick off the show? And that is if you have downloaded the Bride Chiller app. My good husband, Richard, and I would very much appreciate if you could spend a minute maximum or more, if you have the time, in reviewing the app and uh, leaving it some ratings, because I think it just gives people confidence to go, this is not too shit. Hopefully it's great. I enjoyed it. Someone else download it. Thank you. A big thank you to all the people who have downloaded the app already. The app basically is a way for you to listen to the Bride Chiller podcast. You can listen to the back catalogue if you care to subscribe. It starts at $12 per month. That is, if you live in London, that is four coffees over the whole month. If you simply use instant coffee for four of those coffees, you can have 250 episodes of the Bride Chiller podcast, or you can listen to the latest six episodes for free via the app. It's great. We are loving it and we are delighted uh, to have your feedback. Now, today's episode, I promised that we would have your response to the body image episode that I produced not but two weeks ago. It was 248 episode and uh, I just feel like at this time in our society that talking about our bodies from a feminist perspective, from a people perspective, is a really powerful thing. I think there's a lot of discussion about what women should do and uh, men deciding and how we should look and what we should wear. And it feels a little Margaret Atwood at the moment, which is ironic because I just watched a trailer for The Handmaid's Tale. If you've not read The Handmaid's Tale, I feel like at the moment, this is possibly a good time to delve into the, the pleasures of reading Margaret Atwood. She's an amazing writer, but she also wrote a very um, dystopian view of the future, which feels a little bit more like we're in now. Not trying to get political, just saying. We've all got vaginas and breasts. Not all of us listening. Maybe you've got a penis. Good for you. But uh, I feel like we need to be taking the power back a little bit with how we're spoken about, how we feel about our bodies. So this leads me to your responses. Episode 248, was an episode where I really just wanted to get to the crux of body image and the wedding industry. If you have not yet listened to that episode, look, to sum it up very briefly, I was talking about the pressures that many brides and grooms, I don't want to disqualify the pressures on grooms as well, feel that they have to look a certain way when they're getting hitched. They have to change. They have to have some sort of radical transformation, like out of one of those reality TV shows that we used to watch. Actually, they still do them. But, you know, it used to be sort of that you go away for three months and come back a different person, which is great to look after your body. But also, I personally find this bizarro question that some wedding dress shop people ask, that families ask, as you'll hear in today's voice messages, people from work ask, that you are suddenly going to just go on a juice diet and go to the gym 28 times a week. I just find that really strange, but that's become a really normal question for our society. So I asked for your feedback. I wanted to hear your personal stories, and I think 
being able to come together is what we do best at the Bride Chiller Community Centre headquarters. Uh, and what we do is support each other and share our experiences, which makes us stronger and also supports what we're going through. So today I wanted to share your voice messages and I think you're going to be, I know you're going to be impressed, but I feel like by the end of it, we're all going to be empowered and just fucking feel better about ourselves. That's what it's about. So if you're new to the podcast and you're going, why isn't she talking about dresses and napkins? You're probably listening to the wrong podcast. I'm here to give you relief to try and support you through this potentially stressful but freaking amazing time, but also tell you that, you know, we are part of a revolution in the sense of we are living in 2017. We should be able to do with our bodies what we want. And if we want to stay exactly the same, the same way our partner decided together that you're going to get hitched, that is absolutely fine. All right. The first voice message I'd like to share with you. God, God, I got really serious then. I got on a bit of a rant. I shouldn't read the news before I record the podcast. Don't get political. Rose, Brightchilla Rose left me this lovely voice message. Hi, Alicia. It's Rose um, from the Bride Chiller blog. I'm already interrupting. Rose is one of our wonderful Bride Chiller bloggers. If you haven't checked out the Bride Chiller blog, that is where I ask what wonderful Bride Chillers. I haven't got any groom chillers yet. I'm working on that to contribute stories, uh, anecdotes, rants if they want. Um, There's no restrictions about their wedding planning and Rose's blogs are fantastic. Do check them out. Visit thebridechiller.com. Continue, Rose. Sorry. Obviously, I'm in London. Um, I listen to you weekly on iTunes. And I just wanted to send a quick uh, voice message about how the Positive Body podcast really hit a nerve with me. Um, I'd already written a post for you about my own um issues that I've had with people asking me if I'm going to lose weight for the wedding or if I'm going to start watching what I eat and my answer is no <laughs> no I'm not going to lose weight no I'm not going to exercise more no I'm not going to stop eating sweets because I love them um I just really wanted to put my two cents in and say that you can be strong and you can just tell people no You can tell them that you are happy and that you are really confident in the way you are or that it's not really any of their business. No, obviously don't say that because that's slightly rude, but phrase it nicer. (laughs) Um, I've basically had issues with people at work asking me if I'm going to stop eating sweets and things and I just say no them to be honest and then a lot of other people kind of come to my defense which is really lovely and say that I don't need to lose weight and they all kind of chip in for me basically so it's just quite a nice thing (laughs) it's just quite nice to have people on your side and I've also had a really lovely talk with my mum and my sister about how happy I am with my body about how happy I am with myself basically mind and body and how I don't feel like I need to change for one day I think it's really important for them your closest nearest and dearest to know that you are happy with yourself and 
that you are confident and you are prepared to walk up the uh, walk up the aisle however you see fit basically um kind of what's got me to having this mentality is my fiance Richard um before I met him I was in quite a bad place um not as in terrible but not not anywhere near as good as I a place I am now basically it's really been him since I met him that has told me how beautiful I am nearly every day uh, how happy he is to be with me how funny I am and it's just been lovely it's lovely to have someone who makes you feel totally secure and totally yourself and I think that's what's really kind of brought me out of my shell and made me feel more comfortable. Him and my family have really put a lot of effort into kind of rebuilding me. Um, And I think I really don't take that for granted. I really, really love my body and I am going to love my body as a fiancé, as a bride and as a wife. Um, I think as long as we're all happy and we're all healthy and that's all we can really do, to be honest. I think that we overthink it and we put so much pressure on ourselves when you have a partner who has proposed to you the way you are and they love you the way they are and I think we have to kind of trust them and trust that they know what they're doing. So yeah, that was my two cents, quite a long two cents, but I love the podcast, I've been listening to it frequently, Um, I'm getting married in eight months now I think, and we're still kind of just trudging along really with plans, and thank you for all your help, and the podcast is brilliant, happy days! A big thanks to Rose for contributing that and so great to see that being in a positive relationship has changed her perspective on herself as well because I think that's part of what makes this all work is that we get comfortable, we are supported, we're loved and we can really focus on what's important and trying to look a certain way or be a certain way isn't isn't what your partner wants. They want you. All right. I promised myself I wouldn't talk and rant too much in this. I want to let you have your voices. Let's hear the next voice message, which I think you're going to be surprised and delighted by. Hi, Alicia. This is Zotha calling, (laughs) calling, sorry, not calling, but leaving a voice message from Toronto, Canada. And it was regarding your podcast 248 about positive body image. And um, as a disclaimer off the hop, love your podcast, love what you do. And my clients actually were the ones who put me on to you. And I would listen a lot because it would help me help my clients. So I will absolutely want to say I love that about you and I guess what you're doing. And another disclaimer, I'm not a bride, obviously from the, the voice. I'm not a bride-to-be. I'm not married, but I am a trainer. And I was listening to it and I was like, hmm, uh, Alicia's got a bone to pick with the uh, health professionals and the sweat, t- uh, sorry, the hashtag sweating for the wedding and how it's a wrong way to attack things and you don't want to do it this way so right away I just took it personal but the idiot I am I didn't really take time to listen to the overall 
message or point that you're trying to get across to say, hey, listen, if you want to work out and, you know, kill yourself and I guess get, you know, skinny and do that, by all means do it. But as professionals, we have a duty and responsibility to empower and move uh, people in the right direction about their health worth and not always feel the pressures from whether it's Victoria's Secret, um, looking skinny or looking a certain way. And we're losing, I guess, um, focus about the overall big picture of uh, what we are trying to get across. And I was listening to it and I was like, honestly, I was really happy that you did bring it up because it just kind of helps put everyone in their place. But um, yeah, what I want to definitely say about you is as I was listening to your podcast, about halfway through, you're talking about how happy you get about when you get a notification, an email about new subscribers. And I guess from your, for your premium uh, podcast uh, level, it just makes you feel really good when you get new subscribers and new people are, you know, I guess, signing up. And I was like, to be honest, they personally tell me that, you know, whether they post uh, pictures about their engagement ring, their engagement photos, or, you know, their bachelorette party, when they do feel good and they get the comments and likes and validation in terms of like the number or like how many people and how much hype and talk it's generating, it actually makes them feel really good about themselves. And that reminded me of how you were feeling good about when people, you know, uh, join your podcast. Obviously, it's not a fair comparison, but we all have this um, need. It's almost like a, a drug for whether it's, you know, validation or knowing that we are appreciated and liked. And then sadly, that turns into the um, self-image, uh, I guess, understanding or analysis of ourselves. So um Obviously, no, no, not not taking an attack at you at all, but I was just saying one positive we could take from it. And what I like to do is when they reach out to me to say, hey, I want to look this way for my wedding, I try and set them up in a way that set, sets them up for life to continue it after their honeymoon and their engagement. And I thought it was really cool and important how you shared your own journey of how you're getting ready for your wedding with your husband, how you started slow, you started jogging, you thought it was like too much, but he said, okay, go to this block, go to this lamppost, we'll jog there, we'll run there, then we'll walk. And you were able to cut out sugars, I think, from that magazine or that article that you read about, you know, what the health uh, food industry does, you know, with um, saturated sugars and processed foods and everything. And just doing those two things slowly, consistently, and over time, you're able to get to your goals. You felt confident and uh, really proud about yourself. And I think that's the whole point in terms of what we're trying to do, or at least what I'm trying to do. And um, I just think it, it's really important. It makes me happy when a bride's dancing at her wedding and everyone's giving a compliments of how hard she worked in the positive way. And I don't know, I, I'm not really standing up or defending what I do, but I just wanted to add to the conversation because I know um, for brides to be having somewhere to turn to for people who've already gone through what they're going through, it helps take away the stress and the pressures. And really allows them to just enjoy uh, the whole process of what they're going through. But either way, I just want to call it, send some love from Toronto, Canada, uh, Arthur, just touching base. And I just wanted to uh, say, continue what you're doing. I love it and definitely helps a lot of people. All right. Have a good day. Bye. What a bloody brilliant voice message, Arthur. Firstly, thank you so much for taking the time. It's lovely to hear a male's perspective and also a fitness professional's perspective. I want to plug what Arthur does because his webpage is great. It is getweddingfit.ca. And Arthur is one of those people you go to his website and do a bit of stalking, which clearly I have done now, uh, and clearly believes in fitness and health 
and helping people change their perspective. And I want to just respond to you, Arthur, and say, as you know, I'm fully into fitness and I'm fully into feeling that that oh that surge of energy after you've finished some exercise and you feel really good about yourself. And in any way, I don't want to be giving the impression that I am anti the sweating for the wedding mentality of the healthy perspective of going, let's change our fitness perspective. That's absolutely fine. And I think Arthur actually, you know, I'm, I know he got it because he's, it's a great message. Just saying that I don't think we should pressure to go hardcore hell for leather and then just give it up. I think it's about changing your mindset of going, yeah, I'll go for a jog or I'll go and enjoy a dance class or I'll learn about the benefits of weight training. Oh my gosh, lift some weights, lose some weight. I can't even tell you how much that's changed my life. Seriously, do some heavy lifting. People think it's going to give you big muscles. It just makes you lean. Anyway, Arthur, getweddingfit.ca. I am delighted that you took the time. I think you've had some amazing results with your brides and bridesmaids that want to change their lives with trying to tone up, feel good about themselves. And just as a response as well about the numbers, oh my God, I'm totally sucked in by the numbers. I look at Instagram and Facebook and my subscribers, and it's absolutely a method of feeling good about yourself. So I'm, I've drunk the Kool-Aid in that sense. But I also know that, that we do spend a lot of time thinking about other people's opinions. And in this age, it's really hard not to. But if we can shift our perspective about a bit of self-love as well, that can't be a bad thing. Thanks, Arthur. Gosh, just lovely to hear that you are uh, supporting the podcast and also that people suggested the podcast to you. Makes me all warm and fuzzy inside. I'll put the uh, link to Arthur's website on the show notes today. There is more from the Bride Chiller podcast, positive body image and all that after this. We are talking all about body image, how you feel about yourself, how you want to look. And uh, this is in response to episode 248 of the podcast. One Facebook message, and I'm sorry, I haven't got it in front of me, but they were talking about exercising with their partner. And I was just thinking as a as a response as well to Arthur's message, what I loved about reading um, their message was that they were saying that both of them decided that they would just kick it up a little bit. And it's actually made them have a bit of stress relief, but also given them a joint goal. So I think if you are moving into the world of fitness and you've never done it before, if your partner wants to do it with you, oh, it feels so good. And yes, I told the story about Rich helping me run to the next, uh, not flagpole, where are we? Flagpole, electricity pole is what I'm trying to say. And, you know, I needed that for myself to say, yes, he will come out with me. And he was there to help say, hey, Alicia, he never calls me Alicia, Alicia, do you want to maybe get up and uh, let's go for a run? And it just needed that little bit of extra push from him to say, "Let's, we can do this. Don't be silly. Get up. And now, ironically, Rich doesn't like running and we don't run together. I run on my own with my podcasts. There it is. Hi, Alicia. Um, love the podcast. Love you. You're amazing. Okay, moving on. I'm going to try to be quick because I'm sure you're getting a lot of messages this week. Um, so... Basically, my idea, my reason for calling in um, is to sort of share how I've been using like the wedding body pressure for good and not stress and terribleness. Um, 
So uh, I was in very good shape a couple of years ago, and then I fell out of that very good shape and just got lazy and made bad habits and was just not eating well at all. Um, and I got engaged and that didn't really change. I still just couldn't get myself like motivated to just take control of my health. Um, and then when it got closer to the winter, I got motivated enough to sign up for, um, a like self-defense martial arts class so that I would actually like go cause I'm paying for it and it meets at a certain time and I just show up and I work out and then it's done. Um, and that's really fun cause you're like punching and kicking and doing things. So I recommend to anybody that's listening to this episode and thinking, oh, well, I, I do want to like, you know, be in shape, but I hate running. That, that's been awesome for me. And you feel more like a badass than just friggin' running. Um, but even doing that, I, that helped a lot, but I was still eating really badly. Um, and then around the holidays, I just ate so much, ugh, so much crap and sugar. And my body just said, oh my God, you must deal with this. This feels awful. Be better. Um, so Basically, I used the combination of that like feeling in my body telling me, please, please put better things into me and get back to that awesome feeling of being healthy that you had before like a year ago. Um, and the wedding pressure, I mean, obviously, I, I want to look and feel amazing on my wedding like everybody does. Everybody wants to look and feel amazing all the time, even more so on your wedding. Um but instead of like going crazy, I, I basically just use that to get me over the hump of like basically getting me the the will and the motivation to like turn down muffins and like make a smoothie out of fruit for breakfast instead of eating a sugary bar. Um, basically just finally getting me to eat healthy in the way I really knew I had to. Um, so yeah, harness the wedding pressure to get yourself to be healthy, but don't go crazy. So, I mean, that's been working really well for me. It's only been a month, but already my body feels so much better not eating all the sugar and just, again, being better. And you talk about this a lot, so I'm not going to go into it, but it feels really good. Um, but I think this only works if you don't go crazy. So here's like the second part of my message, um, <clears throat> is that you just can't go nuts um, looking and judging yourself against all of the images on the internet that <clears throat> that the wedding industry throws at you. Um, so I'm a, I'm a graphic designer and I know that like when people hear about like, oh, these images are photoshopped, people don't necessarily know what that means. I mean, we've talked about uh, uh, staged and styled shoots before and how much goes into those. Um, but just real quick to lay down what actually goes into photoshopping an image and why it, it really just makes it such a big deal and you can't judge yourself against a photoshopped image, which is pretty much all of those pictures you see of like the models in the wedding dress. Okay, so if you Google uh, frequency separation or you go on YouTube and search for frequency separation, um, that's what it's called when you go into Photoshop with your already styled and magnificent and modeled image. Um, and you go into your model and you basically make one layer for the color of the image and one layer for the texture of the image. Um, and on the color layer, you just blur it. Um, so that it basically makes the model's skin really creamy and even and it removes any like blemishes and pimples. It's just a blur of creamy skin color. And then you go on the texture layer and you go and you find like maybe a part on her forehead or her cheek that's like a nice even skin texture and you copy that texture and you 
lay it over where she had a wrinkle, like around her eye, or she happened to have a pimple. Like, So in the end, you get a really smooth skin texture. Um, it just looks all nice. There's definitely no pimples, no blemishes, no wrinkles, uh, no under eye bags, anything like that. And you get a really, really smooth skin color. Um, so she just looks like a perfect creamy doll. Um, so after you have uh, the model's skin totally perfect, you go in with a tool called the liquify tool, and you basically go around all of the edges of her body, and you sort of just nudge them here and there, just a little bit at a time, but it ends up being a pretty dramatic change. You nudge like her thighs in just a little bit, so she's her thighs are thinner, and you nudge her arm fat in so that there's no more arm fat. You make her shoulders like nice and petite. Um, her cheekbones, you push her cheekbones in so her face looks thinner, and her neck, oh my god, you can elongate somebody's neck and push their neck in so their neck looks really thin and like a swan, like a beautiful swan. So after she's super, super skinny, um, you take another tool and you basically add shadows to, again, like make her cheeks look even thinner, make her arms look thinner. Maybe you add on some abs or you add like around where her muscles would be to just make her look like she just happened to hit the gym, but she's like a petite boxer or something. She's just magical and, and tight and like magnificent. So that's basically how you get these crazy looking females that's just totally unattainable and we look at them online and on Pinterest and we think like oh my gosh I want that They're like I want to look like that in a dress that's how a bride should look so I'm just going to stop eating everything and I'm going to run it every day and I'm going to have that body and no you just won't because even the model doesn't have that body and I've done this in Photoshop just more for like honestly it's kind of fun and I try not to ever do it very far but it it, it can be used for evil and the wedding industry can sometimes use it for evil because like makeup companies do this that's why in like magazines you see models um for like a makeup ad and their face is just unreasonably flawless and poreless that's how they do it um and they're just trying to get you to buy their product so basically it's okay to, to want to be healthy and it feels really great and when you finally put like the wedding dress on and you're healthy and you like have been working out a little bit and you just feel like a badass you're like just get out of my way i'm so amazing right now in this freaking dress i could kick a hole in you like my legs are so strong because i've been doing squats that's basically my goal um and that feels really good like you don't i i basically try not to want to feel like a princess i want to feel like a badass um so just don't judge yourself against these crafted images because you'll never be happy um just try to go for like the healthy feeling in your body and not the bride model skinny look that, you know, you have to strapple stress and then your arms are just like little baby wings because they're so thin and it's just never going to happen. It's never going to happen. But it feels good to be healthy. Okay, that's basically the end of that. I'm sorry if I rambled. Feel free to crop me and take a piece that you like if you want. Um... That felt good to just ramble. Okay, uh, again, love the podcast. Looking forward to hearing this episode and what other people say. Um, that's good. Happy days. Michelle, I think that was such a great message. I didn't edit it at all because I wanted people to hear all the fucking crazy shit that goes on to make people look good on Photoshop. That's a real job. Of course, people are very skilled. But it is just something that we don't think about often enough. And, you know, occasionally on Pinterest and Facebook, people put up these excellent sort of comparison videos where they've got Britney Spears or Madonna is always great. Because, you know, she's in the late 50s.
they make her look like she's in her 40s, maybe earlier, and uh, and more power to her. But they go and look at the original photo and then they show what they've done on Photoshop and it just makes you realise how much we are bombarded with images that have been doctored and updated and smoothed and nudged uh, and that it isn't realistic and it's not something that we can look at and then go, I'm going to be that because unless you're walking around with some sort of Photoshop machine, which I'm sure in the future that will happen, um, it's not going to happen. So I think it was a really great way to let Michelle explain just the process and realize that, you know, it's it's possibly unattainable because that perfection isn't real in the first place. This, um, first of all, apologies for the uh, really bad sound, probably. I'm walking to work because it's saving me so much money on travel in London. If there are any London brides out there, I feel you. It's too expensive. Anyway, this is a response to your episode that you did about body image. I felt pretty compelled to give you a call um, and just add in my two cents or two pence being British to the discussion. So you mentioned that obviously women feel a lot of pressure to look a certain way on their wedding day and that's definitely something I have felt um, and I'll go into that in a second. But I also want to give a little shout out to the guys out there who will or may or may not be feeling that they need to look a certain way. It's pretty incredible how incestuous and how under the skin the industries of weight loss and beauty and body image have got not just to women but now they've realized that they've exhausted all of our levels of anxiety and have moved on to men um it's pretty shocking and disgusting really anyway so my partner was basically until the age of 20 uh severely overweight probably obese um and that is due to, God, I'm going to get in so much trouble for this. I feel that, I do feel he was abused as a child because he wasn't given proper good nutrition where, you know, your, your parents can be bothered to cook you a meal from scratch or your parents take the time to understand what a growing body needs. A growing body, in my view, does not need half a ton of chips, baked beans and fish fingers at every single meal, followed up by a whole baked Alaska with a bucket of custard on it. You know, perhaps I was brought up a different way. I was extremely blessed. My dad was a greengrocer and a milkman, and my mum, well, she worked in an office, bless her, but we always had fresh produce available and I think that's something I've carried into my adult life is an understanding of good diet and I'm not saying now as an adult that I don't eat chips, beans, fish fingers and baked Alaska because oh my god girl I do but when you're a child and you are reliant on somebody else to provide your nutrition to provide your food and to look after you you know I, I can't help but attribute blame and see that as an abuse of a child. Um, that's just my view. Anyway, so when my partner left home and went to university, he actually lost basically all of his additional weight, almost four stone. Um, I don't know what that is in kilos, but... 
Well, I'm just going to interject because I want to just really rein home how much weight uh, this lovely Brad Chiller's fiancé lost. He lost 25 kilos. That's four stone, which equals 55 pounds. Just let that sink in a little bit. It's just under half of my body weight he lost um, and is much healthier. Uh, However, since losing all of that weight at university... Um, by going to the gym, by changing his perspective on diet, he is now quite obsessive about his body image and is very critical and is very negative about himself. He will stand in front of the mirror and, you know, berate himself for not going to the gym four times this week and for eating loads of cake, which may or may not, you know, be encouraged by my behaviour because... I'm like, oh, fuck it, it's the weekend, let's have cake, who gives a shit? Because seriously, who does give a shit? It's nobody's business except my own, what we weigh. Anyway, and because he's doing that, combined with my own anxieties around body image, which I've basically had since birth, I used to, as a child, not eat. And in my teenage years, would would basically not eat and frighten the life out of my poor mother. Um when I was in my teenage years and when I went to uni I discovered the absolute joys of of cooking and eating and because I'd moved to London I discovered Whole Foods which like fucking changed my life okay I shop at Lidl now but back then that was quite fun but I still have those issues ingrained of how I should look and I berate myself and I've noticed that now because I've been in therapy and I've sort of stopped doing it I've noticed how much my partner does it and I worry that we are in some way a little bit toxic for each other when it comes to body image and body weight in the same way as Rich says to you how beautiful you are and you bloody well are my partner does exactly the same when I'm like oh I feel so fat which is a pretty stock response he will always say you're not fat you are beautiful You look no different to how you looked a week ago. I still love you for who you are. Your weight doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. And I believe him. And I believe that he's saying it because he means it. But, you know, you can't... Body weight issues and body image issues are so ingrained within the psyche of people that you can't just have someone say to you, oh, but you're beautiful, so you should feel differently. That just doesn't work. Um, so I'm not really sure what the point of me bringing in was. I just wanted to share that story that, you know, I feel shit enough trying to fit into a wedding dress when I'm already a size eight and considered very slim by basically everyone ever. But in my mind, still believe that I'm fat and ugly and not worthy. And then my partner, because of his losing so much weight, now is so negative and pressurised on himself whenever he feels he's slipped up, which I also don't believe in. Yeah, I don't really know what the point of me ringing was. I just wanted to share that story. Um, Just to make it perfectly clear, I adore him. I loved him when he was his heaviest. I loved him when he was his slimmest. And every day I couldn't give a genuine fuck about his weight. I adore him for who he is. He's my whole, whole world and, you know, all I want is for him to be happy and to love himself 
as much as I love him, or at least a percentage of how much I love him, because I feel like my heart could explode every single time I see him, which is basically all the time. Okay, thank you for listening to my extremely long voicemail. Happy days. Bye. That was worth every second of listening to your voice message. We've kept uh, Sprod Chiller's name out because she asked, and I think that's perfectly acceptable. But I wanted to say a very big thank you for your honesty and openness. And I know that today, I, I just came out of this episode, I just stopped for a quick coffee break, and I said to Rich, this is one of the best episodes I've produced because it's completely your voice and your opinions. And I just don't think we talk about this stuff very much. And hearing all of your different perspectives, you're all from all over the world and we're all sort of suffering through the same shit. I'm not even getting married and I think about this stuff all the time. So it's not, I just want to say it's it's not going to get any better. That's not a word of encouragement, but you move on to the next stage of your life. You know, I've got friends who are having babies and who have got this pressure of they should lose weight within the first two weeks of popping out a human. It just makes me enraged and I think... The more we can talk about it and share our experiences and be on the same level, the more we can support each other and hopefully get past all of this and just go, look, we've got working healthy bodies and we should be really proud of it. And we should look after our bodies, but we shouldn't be crazy. And it's been great to be able to share this time with you. I thank you all for getting in touch. I'm sorry I couldn't play all of your voice messages and read all of your emails. They all were fantastic, compassionately honest open and I'm I'm grateful for the time that you all took to get back if I could play all of the messages we'd be here all day but it's just great to have that and be able to share that with you all of course the door is absolutely open if you have more to say on this topic there's no way that two episodes could cover that and I think we should keep the discussion going so if you have more to say please do get in touch visit thebridechiller.com I do believe he doesn't know it yet he's sitting in the room with me that Rich will be making appearance on I can't even make which we making appearance like I've yeah. lost <laughs> yeah. that's a weird noise Rich will be co-hosting a Q&A episode with me this week Yes, and uh, I've just been doing a great episode about the body image. You know that. Yeah, fantastic. Mm. And uh, we look forward to sharing that time with you. I love you all. Thank you. And uh, until Thursday, happy days. The Bride Chiller Podcast, telling chair covers to get fucked since 2014. <laughs>